Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee Podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by a guest uh, who is in South Africa, uh, Dylan. Uh, good to have you on today's podcast. Uh, and I think you've pronounced your sort of last name. Is it Vandenberg? Yes, correct. Is that right? <laughs> Great. I always like to make sure I get names right, as you know, listeners. So uh, welcome to today's podcast. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Hi, so thanks for having me on. Uh, it's always a privilege to just, you know, get get information out to people that we kind of take for granted and can hopefully help someone out there. So basically, um, it started online for me with, I had a, I was always stuck in retail. Um, we even owned the business, which I think makes it even worse because you work five hours longer than the staff do. But anyway, I, I never wanted to be stuck there basically because uh, earnings potential was relative to the hours that you worked. And the second thing was obviously location-based. Uh, it, it makes it really flexible to move. And obviously when it's, when it's you, you know how the whole story goes. I don't have to tell you much more about retail, but I always had the dream of having a business online, being able to work anywhere, to take my laptop with me, even if it is on holiday. Uh, I tend yeah. to do that a lot, which I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> holiday choice. If it's a choice, work. it's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, like, I guess when you do what you love, it, it kind of makes it fun, you know, then, then yeah. holiday work kind of, a, I think it's a nice balance that you can get to. But uh, needless to say, I, I then had a, a second business or my first online business that I started. Uh, four months later, I realized that I absolutely hated it. Um, it was something that was generating money. But at that point, I had a realization that, you know, that money is you know, there's always that thing, does money bring you happiness? Um, I believe it does in a certain way, but not with the business that I had. Uh, right. The people serving wasn't my market. I just wasn't enjoying it. So I decided, you know, rather get rid of it and then try to slog it out and force it to become fun. Um, and at that point, I was actually trying to use a funnel to generate leads for this business online. And the frustrations around the funnels came for me that it wasn't working. Nothing was kind of everything set up was wrong and I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, it was, it looked pretty, but it did nothing. So, yeah. um, and <laughs> slowly I realized that, um, you know, if, if I'm sitting with this problem, um, there must be tens of thousands of people sitting with the same problem. So I took a deep dive into understanding uh, more about funnels, more about integrating everything, the strategies around them. Um, and then kind of going deeper down into a niche, which is coaches, which I've chosen to help yeah. them sell the information to, you know, the beauty is that coaches know what they want to sell. They know who they want to sell it to, but that whole in-between part is something that, yeah. you know, I think keeps them awake at night because they don't want to do the emails. They don't want to integrate. They don't want to design. They just want to sell their knowledge to their yeah. dream customer. And that's kind of how I got online. And that's why I'm sitting here today. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's great you say that. And obviously we had a chat before this and, you know, many, many of the guests have been coaches and consultants and that is, you're absolutely right, such a gap. You know, and I left my construction business to become a coach. And yes, you have this vision of working with clients, but you don't realize how much time and how much effort has to go into generating the leads 
yeah. and taking those leads and converting them to clients. And globally, I don't think it matters where you are in the world as a coach. That is a significant problem for every coach that's out there. And there, there's a lot of coaches that I meet who sign up for very expensive courses and programs. They perhaps buy a franchise and those people still, still struggle. They, they still have that significant problem. So uh, yeah, we'll hear a little bit more about that a little bit later on, I'm sure. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the coffee that you're drinking today. And you've got your, your mug there. I'd love to know a little bit more <laughs> about the mug that you're drinking it in as well. So uh, tell us about the coffee first of all. So, okay, so we've got a brand in South Africa known as Tribeca. Uh, they supply most of the top restaurants around here. They just make a fantastic coffee bean. Um, so uh, I, I think, I, I, don't, I, I lost count how many I have a day, but we, we're on about six. The, the, the friends that I'm staying with um, for the December period are coffee freaks. So we, we start out at five o'clock in the morning with one, and by seven, we're on our fourth cup. So wow. um, it's counting, right? If it's good, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then around the mug, uh, we actually, we laughed about it the other day. We, we had, uh, friends over about two weeks ago and we dropped four of the mugs, just pure coincidence. And we need a oh. new one and, uh, we love dogs. So we ended up getting the ones with the dogs on and it's <laughs> so just, just, just describe for listeners, obviously the listeners listening to this won't be able to see the mug. So just describe the mug to us then. Cause it's, it's not a small mug. I mean, if you're drinking, I don't know how many of those a day, that's it. I mean, mine is about, you know, twice the size of the one you've got probably so it's even more coffee but just just describe the mug to us a little bit so it's a it's a pretty fat mug i, I don't actually know how many milliliters will go in here but yeah it's covered with pictures of dogs We've got like a dalmatian a border collie a looks like a bit of a pavement special and then just bones everywhere so yeah we uh we we stay on a farm here so we've got uh enough animals to fill noah's ark so we right we fond of animals so yeah that that was part of the reason for these cups yeah. And, you know, you were saying earlier on about the, the retail business and, you know, the fact that you're, you know, sort of in a location. Um, yes. Have you got a dog yourself? Because, you know, the thing I find is, you know, we've got two dogs. We used to have three dogs. We've got horses. We've got sheep. And you mentioned your friends there with, with the, the animals they've got. They very often can be tied to a location as well. Aren't they? So, so have you got a dog or are you dog free at the moment? So I... Um... I myself don't have an animal and it was basically because my fiance and I had just moved to a new town. So we we're kind of settling down. Yeah. Um, but back at home, I always grew up with dogs. I mean, we have three golden retrievers back home. Oh, uh, lovely. Yes. Very interesting that uh, we actually spoke about it the other night where the, the, they do tie you to a location in terms of wanting to go away. But yeah. you know, the, the rest of the year, they bring such happiness and such yeah. good and you actually look forward to going home to them because irrespective of you have a good or bad day, they don't care. They just want happy to see you and play and just want to, you know, give out yeah. love. So, so yeah, it, it is an interesting question. Yeah. And and it is, I mean, we've, we've, we don't put our dogs in kennels. Uh, my wife's not keen on kennels at all. And, and that's not because uh, of anything about kennels. It's just, it's not what she likes. Yeah. Uh, so we always end up getting a house sitter in while we're away, which very often can cost us nearly as much as the holiday that we've gone on. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. The, the joy of coming back from wherever we've been in the world, you've you've travelled potentially for 24 hours, from leaving the hotel, getting to the airport. You've got all the hassle. You've got the flight. You've got then the getting back at the other end, travelling home in, in the car. Yeah, and then you walk through the door. You drop your cases. You're absolutely shattered. 
and the animals yeah. are so pleased to see you. The dogs are just wagging their tail and they've yeah. missed you so much and you've missed them as well. We're always calling up to see how they are. Yeah, yeah. it makes such a difference. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a difficult one to balance. But, yeah, for us, yeah. it's definitely one a balance worth tipping towards uh, having them. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. So how, how do you drink your coffee? You've, you've got your mug there. You've got um, the, the, the bean that you've talked to us about. Tell us how you drink the coffee. I like uh, I like an extremely strong coffee. Uh, not not just uh, I've never had a coffee with sugar in. Uh, I just I prefer to to taste the coffee and um, yeah. kind of immediately it immediately kind of alerts you whether a coffee is good or not. Uh, that's that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but I normally I normally take it very strong. So a double shot with very little uh, foam or milk on. So um, I'm not too sure if everybody's familiar with a cortado, but uh, generally mm -hmm. I drink cortado. So yeah, that's uh, that that's my preference. Ah, right. okay, great. So, going thinking about your 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 business then, and uh, the business name is. So we've got an agency called Funnel Geeks. Right. Okay. Great. So thinking about that that agency in particular, what's been the latest or most significant thing that you've worked on or that you fixed in that business? Good question. Uh, the the. The most significant thing we did was we re-evaluated our offer. So we took our offer for existing clients and we basically went out to the market again and our existing clients and said to them, what, what more do you want? What are you struggling with? What is your frustrations? What is your pains? And it was the best exercise that I've ever done. Um, okay. Firstly, building relationships. Secondly, it, it's, it's extremely you know, strenuous process of getting people on a call. I mean, I spent, I think, three weeks on 25 calls. And, you know, it's just about going back and forth and trying to dig a little bit deeper so that, you know, you get underneath that surface level because people kind of sugarcoat everything. You want the, you want the problem, the real irritation, uh, yeah. the, the, the rash on the skin. You want to know what's causing that. Yeah. And it was, it was the best thing that I've ever done because firstly, we got a handful of clients out of it because they, we went back to them with what they told us the problem was that we were solving. And yeah. secondly, we spoke, we didn't guess. We spoke directly to the target market and we knew what their problem was. Where, and I think that this, is, this was my biggest fault when I started online was thinking that that is the problem, if it makes sense. Instead of actually yeah. asking people, listen, are you struggling with this problem? So that, that was an extremely, um, I, can, I can call it a satisfying experience because it's something that I learned to do, which going forward, if we ever have a new offer, I know exactly what the process is. You speak to the people you want to serve. That's it. It doesn't matter if it takes you a month because if you don't do it, you're going to spend that month shooting for the stars in any way. You know, it's called, it's called we call it you know, the shotgun approach where you just shoot and yeah. hope it gets something. Yeah. Um, so that, that's what we did. We, we took our offer and we just made it better in terms of added service. Um, also a better guarantee, um, we, you know, and just in terms of breaking it down for a client more, because I think we also get into that state where we know what our offer is and we're not too good at conveying that message to the client in terms of layman's terms. I mean, we use big words such as optimization. And I mean, in the coaching space, yeah, yeah. you know, where it, we literally broke it down for the client to say, listen, we're not necessarily talking about optimization. We're going to, we're going to, improve the funnel for you every month via testing what works and what doesn't work and all of a sudden they're like okay now i understand what you're doing i'm in so yeah. so that, that was our biggest change this year um it took a long time it took us five months to work through this process and just build our 
we we big into automations in our in our agency in terms of uh, getting a client in and the automation process in terms of signing them up in terms of onboarding forms in terms of everything right. like that um, even through to booking the call so it's basically that's the system we sell clients so we spent a heck of a long time refining that getting the right stuff testing what's working for us and now we you know we're hitting the market with something that's that's easy to fulfill because we're actually using it not just selling yeah. something that we think will work and i think you know you you've mentioned two things there i think getting to that rash you know scratching off that sugar coating you're absolutely right and i think you know we're all guilty of that sometimes when people say how are you today you know i, I had a client the other day say to said that to me you know and i said how are you doing and they said i'm doing great thanks and they said how are you doing i said actually thanks for asking because today i'm not that good yeah and they were like oh really well what's the matter and we had this really nice conversation and they said yeah i'm so pleased that you've actually shared that with me because yeah. i didn't realize you were a real person you know because yeah. sometimes yeah. we wear that sugar coating and and yeah. people have that perception so i love that but you've touched on something i just want to expand on a little bit more about speaking to the people that you want to serve yeah because uh, i think many businesses don't do that and i think coaches and consultants are particularly bad at that what would you say is the thing that you see that gets in the way of even starting to do that for, for coaches and the people that you work with? So very interesting. I, I actually, there's two parts to this. I, my first coach was wrong in right in a sense of teaching me what I paid them to teach me, which was funnels, yeah. but wrong in the sense of choosing my niche because they kind of just gave you a list of what niches are available. And they said, okay. well, one that you're interested in and go for it and and you know at, at that point i guess it'll work because you're still so new at everything for you to try and focus on something rather just focus on building the skill set and then kind of transition over but i think the biggest problem with people not wanting to do that is one of the biggest frustrations for me is when i see someone saying um start your business and earn 10 or twenty thousand dollars within 90 days yeah and it's 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 giving that client the false perception that you, you know, you can't, it's so easy. You come in and you just implement a few things and in 90 days time, you're coining at a $20,000 a month. And I think that's the biggest problem is people were coming on. Well, they still are. They're coming online and they firstly think it's very easy to do. Secondly is they're not willing to put in the hard work. Everybody wants this coaching business that's doing X amount of dollars a month. And yeah. you know, they, 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 we always joke about the, the laptop lifestyle, you know, sitting in the Maldives or in Bali in a villa, yeah. um, kind of just doing one hour work a day. And um, that, that's, that's where I think people struggle is they are not willing to do the hard yards. Yeah, they, they're willing to put out content and they're willing to do the bare minimum. But when it really comes down yeah. to on a call with your client and saying, listen, Simon, what is your problem? Because I'm not here to sell you anything. I want to understand what the problem is so that I know the solution that I'm coming back to you with is going to solve that exact problem. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is time. People don't want to spend yeah. that time because they're chasing the, the dollar before they're actually yeah. trying to solve the client's problem. Yeah, and I, I think there's two things I would respond to that with as well. And it, you know, you've, you've raised, again, a couple of good points there. You know, I, I know a couple of coaches that are living the laptop lifestyle. Yeah. You know, they're, they're in Bali or wherever they are. Yeah but these coaches have been around for 10 plus years. Exactly. And when you talk to them, when you actually get to know them, they've got 20 people in the team doing all the stuff. They've got the automation. They've got a, an agency doing their funnels for them. Yeah. They've, they, they've got all of those ingredients. 
that still have to be done. Yeah. But they've just found other people to do them for them. And that's where the magic is, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there, there is this sliding scale of, you know, doing some things yourself, getting some things outsourced, yeah. such as your funnels, your social media, which are always the first things I always look at. And then, you know, looking at virtual assistants and uh, et cetera. Yeah. But the, the other thing that you mentioned there is the, the niche, the niche, um, depending who's listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think there's a, a real fear amongst coaches that that will make them exclusive and they don't want to be exclusive. They feel they can serve anyone and everyone. Yes. Um, and yeah, the riches are in the niches, as, as they yeah. say, but it's getting to speak to people. That's the biggest thing I think that you said there, because I meet way too many uh, coaches and obviously you know, in my group coaching program for coaches, I see this so much that people want to presume what they, their clients want yes. and how they can best serve them. They don't actually yes. want to ask them what they want and what they need. Yes. So I don't know what it is about this thing of speaking to me. It's so refreshing to hear, somebody who is a, an online agency saying, speak to people. Yeah. And yeah, you can do it in different ways. You don't have to actually use a telephone. You could have a chat online, but you've actually got to communicate with them. Don't, don't go out there and presume that you know what that sugar coating and that rash is. Yeah. Speak to people. Well, uh, you know, there's, I think there's a few interesting points there. I'm actually going to write them down so that I don't forget them to mention it. The, the <laughs> I, I did tell you I had my little post-it note at the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> So the first one is what I like. So there's a guy online that I follow called Bradley. And it, it, it's just the most recent one that I've heard of this story. But he said, you know, everybody's got 24 hours in a day. It doesn't matter who you are, how rich you are, how poor you are. Everybody's got the same time. So how yeah. do you add more time to that? By employing people. So if you employ, let's say, 10 people at eight hours, you get more time during the day. Because now you've got those 10 people doing tasks that you are going to do. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the biggest frustration that we have with our agency is I think any funnel agency, because there's so many coaches that are trying to do everything by themselves, you know, wearing every hat possible. And like, you'll know, there's a, there's a ceiling that they'll hit because at one point you can't take on any more clients because there's no time. You can't even fulfill the existing one. So now you're juggling. Do I get a new yeah. client? because I need the money, but my existing clients are starting to leave because they're not getting the love that they deserve. Exactly. And, and, you, and the coaches that these guys are learning from are not understanding. I mean, there's a coach online we know that's that's organic. Uh, he, he markets organic stuff. They have 60 people in their team. 60 people. They've yeah. got like closers on the phone. And, and, you know, so you're saying to the to the coach that's got one or two people or maybe even a solo to say, listen, you need a system that can help alleviate, firstly, time, pressure, stress, that because so many clients are falling through the cracks without them even knowing, because by the yeah. time that they got time to respond to this client, he's already talking to four or five other coaches. You don't even know about it, you know? So it's, it's that, that we, that we're going back and forth on with, with clients to understand that the sooner you implement a foundation in your business, the sooner you can start implementing teams because not, there's no point in introducing a team if your foundation is poor, you know, and, and the same thing, right. if you're introducing paid ads and your foundation is poor, you're just going to be wasting money. And, you know, the second thing on this whole relationship thing is a lot of people, I mean, you'll have the same in your inbox with how many people message you during the day. And 
I'll give them a, I'll give them a little tip about what we do for an interview show as well. But I think the reason we were so effective in terms of figuring out our offers because we climbed on the phone with people and I sat like I am with you where we looked at each other. Yeah. You can see like, you know, this is the guy's persona. This is, you know, he's not trying to hide something behind a screen. And it's just, it's, it's a little bit more refreshing because it's off chat. Um, and if you can call a guy's, you know, you can call a bluff if you can see, listen, this guy doesn't really know what he's talking about, you know, yeah. or we like to have a business relationship with this guy, which is, we've actually got a call on Monday from one of those clients. And I mean, those calls we did were at the end of September, I think it was. And we've got a client now that wants to talk to us. And the only reason is because the existing people that he was with has now got to a point where he can't take it anymore. And only because of that relationship over the phone does he yeah. now want to talk to us. And you know, yeah. it's those relationships are, I, I think that's, that's what people are struggling with is these relationships are going to take you 10 years into the future. So yes, the guys are chasing that short-term quick win, you know, $1,000, $2,000. I understand it because we all need to pay our bills at one point. Right. But they are sacrificing long-term relationships where, you know, these clients can become recurring clients into your future and need, I mean, a coach is not going to stand still forever. Everybody's got the, the, the desire to grow. And when they grow, they're going to need more for their business and who they're going to go to, the people they have relationships with. So that customer is already free to you where the guys yeah. who are not in relationships have to keep getting new customers because they keep severing ties with the old ones. So Yeah, yeah. And, and everything you said there is, is so true, yet so many coaches and consultants don't realize that. You're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. What, what do you think about the, the word that you've had there that you've used of the, the niche and the niche and people having to decide? I mean, actually, I think if I gave most coaches just a list and said, here's a list of all the niches that you should be working with, choose one. I th actually, I think they find that a relief because they find it so hard to determine what their niche or their niche is. And part of it is because they don't know where to start. But the other part of it is because they're so worried about being, you know, having that exclusivity and feeling that they're turning clients away. Oh, another cup's arrived. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they're so worried about turning uh, clients away. Like you say, they're chasing that $1,000, that $2,000. And if I, if I narrow the niche down, then I'm turning away that next person who wants to work with me, but they're not my yeah. niche and it's one too far. What would you say to people that are listening to this that are worried about that? So I, I, let me tell you what, what happened to me. So once mm. I found out what our clients wanted, there was one fundamental shift that made life a, hell of a lot easier for me is content yeah. because now I understood what the problem of my client was. I knew exactly who I was talking to. I knew exactly what kept them up at night, what they loved, what they hated, what they struggled with. So all of a sudden, my content became something that I don't have to sit and think like, oh man, what am I going to talk? Because I did that for the first six months of me being online, I would sit there and try to think of a content piece and think, but I, you know, I, I was talking more to funnel builders, teaching them how to build a funnel, yeah. but talking to my clients who actually needs it. And once you understand their problems, you can say, listen, I understand what's your biggest problem. Your biggest problem is leads. Why? Because you want to make a bigger impact. So how do you make a big impact? By getting more leads, but you can't get more leads because you're out of time. So how yeah. do you get time back by leveraging a proven system to do the automation for you so you can focus on your clients? And once you understood that, now you can just create different marketing. I mean, we spoke about it earlier. Mm. You look at the headline. You're, you know who you're talking to already. You just need to find a headline to capture that target market to stop on this post. It's the same with content. Once 
once people start seeing, but this guy's talking specifically about coaches the whole time, they start following you a little bit more. And yes, some, some clients have listened to my content for four months. So for four months, nothing ever happened. But on the fourth month, all of a sudden they said, this is the guy I want to talk to. Yeah. And that's what people, and, and so that's the first thing. Once you find your niche and you find out what their problem is, it makes content a lot easier, which means that people start liking and trusting you because you're talking about a specific problem, not just the jack of all trades. No one wants to work with that guy. And the second thing is um, around niches is niches, niches. Yeah. They need to find out what do they love. So I'll give you an example. The, the business that I sold that I hated was in, uh, they call it in South Africa, debt review. So basically credit repair where people are struggling to pay their monthly payments on the credit cards, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, gotcha. And it generated a heck of a lot of money. But yeah. at that point, I just thought, I absolutely hate this niche. I, I, don't, I couldn't care if they pay me double. It's not going to make me want to get out of bed. It actually wanted me to stay longer in bed because I dreaded yeah. climbing on the phone with these clients. And so for me, I mean, I went my first eight months online with funnels, like making very little money. Um, yeah. But I knew that the client that I worked with was coming and I knew that I needed to just take time to develop the skill and to build these relationships and kind of just develop myself into learning, you know, slowly. I think sometimes if it happens too fast as well, um, you also come crashing down just as fast. So I think slow, for me, I'm, I'm talking about experience from my side is, is kind of, you know, a, a nice building block because we, I mean, I, I would love to be sitting here with you in the next 15 years and having another chat, you know, instead of just a one yeah. hit wonder and then next year I'm busy washing cars or something like that. So yes, exactly. yeah, I think that they need to follow what they love. Once they find out what they love, then go down those niches. Don't choose a niche because they see someone else is making money in it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that is a really good point because what is right for, for one other coach almost guaranteed won't be right for you. And I think that's where a lot of these um, programs and, you know, they, they just because somebody's done it, if they're trying to model you yes. into a version of them yes. and because it worked for them, that's why so many of these courses and programs fail because it's yes. not right for the person that's taking part in it. I think that's a really good Great. point. Yes. So you've given us some really good insights there. If, if you could sort of direct the listeners to find out more about you and perhaps, you know, there's something you want to share with the listeners, just tell us a little bit more about how they can do that. Cause I think you've given us enough of an insight to say, do you know what? I need to learn more about this person there. How do they do that? Okay. So what I, what I want to do is basically, I, I think, I think for, if people want to get to know us a bit better and just see what we do, mm. then, um, they can follow me. My the, the best one would be to follow me on on Facebook. Uh, I consistently put out uh, stories, videos that I make, uh, and also just content on the page, just about you know giving out tips about you know how to get more clients booked, how to work with us, etc., etc. Um, if if someone wants to work with us, uh, yeah, I mean we we obviously can't help everybody because we we've chosen a specific niche to work with. Yeah. Uh, the, the best thing would be is to see if they qualify on our page, which is funnelgeeks.com forward slash assessment. They can fill in that questionnaire. And basically, if they follow that questionnaire, that's the same system that we will set up for their business. So it's, it's called pre-qualifying. And, and it's, a, it's an automated process. Someone can be doing it right now while I'm talking to you um, and pre-qualifying themselves. So that by the time I get off this call, we already know who this client is, which is I think a big benefit to what coaches are not doing, they're trying to do it all manually at this stage. Um, 
which is time consuming, you know, to, to, to qualify. We did it the other day to just out of a test. We try to qualify five people during the day and it takes a long time because they obviously don't all respond at the same time. And you have to keep track of where your conversation is with each person. So, um, yeah, if they want to, if they just, even if they just want to go and test it and yeah. see what it's like, what, what, what they can implement in their business, that'll be yeah. the best place to go and do it. And I know some people listening to this will be in, in my Facebook group for coaches as well, the coaches success community, which you're a member of now. So, you know, if you are a member of that Facebook group, then that's the sure place to find, uh, find you as well. So, uh, yes. yeah. And, and please, you know, yeah, any tips you can share in that group would be amazing. Oh, awesome. Um, so if you could give the listeners a tip or a lesson that they can take away, something that they can do something with, and I think we've already probably got two or three things that we can do something with already, but if, if you were to give them something away where we could hold them accountable for getting something done, um, what would that be today that you want to share? I think there's two things. The, the first thing is, is that people expect miracles. And yes, it does happen. But people expect miracles in six months. Um, mm. You know, I, w- when I was starting, there were a lot of, sh- the report, obviously, they're known as shiny objects, you know, affiliate marketing, and then this and NFTs and crypto. And it's just like, I mean, it, it feels like you're drinking water yeah. out of high hydrant. Just choose what you want to do and just stick with it long enough to see some results. So people are the, the biggest mistake we see people making is just shifting the whole time. You know, every three months yeah. they choose something new and you never build up the experience, the knowledge, the clientele, the relationships to be able to actually do something with it. I mean, it's like I said, we, we want to be here in 10 years time. We don't want to be here for six months and go back to a normal nine to five job. That, that, that kind of defeats the thing. And the second thing is I was always told, you know, it's, it's what you did 90 days ago. That's coming to pay you back. So, I mean, you, you can go look on, on some of my content on my page. It gets like two or three likes out of it. And it's okay because I know that in if I just keep that consistent for 90 days, someone is going to see that. L- luckily for us, there's a, bigger, there's a bigger audience, so more than one person sees it. But yeah. people, people want to see immediate results. And on top of that, people love vanity metrics online. They love to see he got 100 likes and he got 40 comments. And yes. Some client, we've had some posts that the client didn't even comment or like, and we got a client out of it. So that post is still sitting with, I think, two likes and one comment. And the comment is me. Yeah, yeah. So people stop chasing vanity metrics, firstly, because that doesn't mean yeah. customers. Um, you know, if, if, if I, we actually did a test, we put a, we put a quote up on my, on my personal page. And yeah. the very next day, we put up content about, uh, book, uh, I think, five tips to booking calls. The, the quote was by, I can't remember, uh, Will Smith or something. That got like 57 likes. And the next day, that, that post got, I think, seven likes. But yet we generated two clients out of that and we got no clients out of the quote. Yeah. So that, that, it, was a, it was a good test to see that people love to like that kind of stuff because it makes them feel good, but it doesn't necessarily turn into customers. Well, it's, so it's, it's an easy engagement, isn't it? You know, just clicking that like button, it's, it's yes. too easy. You know, sharing yes. it is slightly more, oh, I'm actually going to put yes. this on my timeline. That's a little bit more scary, but the like is just yes. too easy, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And that's also, a great tip. One, one, sorry, one, one last thing. People mm. want to hear and see your face and your voice. So I, I'll always mm. meet with a few posts and then a video and then a few posts and then a video. And the same with this podcast. It's, People want to hear you. They want to see you. They want to know, listen, anybody can type behind a keyboard, but they want to build that relationship yeah. with you to see, listen, 
I really like Simon as a person. I like the way he talks. I like his whole demeanor. I like, you know, I like the way he conveys his messages. Someone that I can relate to that I want to work with. So that that's also yeah. something that's really helped. Yeah. And I just want to go back to the content because I, I, you know, do my regular news and posts. And I had somebody that I met at a networking event eight years ago. And he reached out and he said, I know it's been a while since we last met. He said, in fact, it's probably over five years ago. Uh, but I've been watching your content and what you said today just absolutely knocked me off my feet. It was like you were talking just to me. We need to have a chat. And I said, well, it wasn't five years ago. It was eight years ago. And and it is that consistency, isn't it? You know, I see, again, coaches where they they have a big sprint on putting content out and like you say they're chasing those vanity metrics and then they go quiet for two months then they do another yes. one and then they go yes. quiet again and and then they don't know why it's not working because yes. you do need that consistency yes. but it, but it's interesting you say there about the the proportion of videos and i know gary vaynerchuk has his book uh, jab jab right hook uh, it is about you know educate educate you know and then deliver you know call to action but uh, I like that format of putting content out there, putting content out there, and then putting a, a video. I think that's a really great way of doing it as well. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that it it it, it work. It's going to work for everybody, but it's just something that we trying that we we just consistently trying stuff. There's no, you know, I there, there's there's two things that actually stood out for me. The one is, you know, insanity is the is kind of doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Definitely. And the other thing is just, you know, it. it consistency is also what you are doing when no one is watching. And it's mm. the that you're consistently putting out that I cannot tell you how many customers have sent us messages that say, yes, you know, I've been following you for the last week and Friday, exactly that Friday was something that resonated with me. And I think it's time to move forward in my business. That client didn't comment on anything that week. They didn't like anything that week. They didn't share anything that week. So yeah. for the people looking from the outside saying mm, that post has only got two likes, but yet in the background, You've got you've got clients coming in, but had I not put that consistent post out that week, I would have never got that client. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know for, for all the, the the coaches listening to this, that consistency certainly is absolutely and and being consistent to the the people that you're trying to serve as well, isn't yes. it? You know, it's making sure it's on. If you're just randomly shooting yes. content out there and sharing random of people's other content, which has no relevance to the people that you want to serve, then yeah, you're not you're not really drawing people closer to the boat to get them on the hook, are you? Definitely not. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yes. It's, it, it's interesting just to share one quick story. I had a client many years ago who was a, a PR agency and she got a very large hotel locally as a client, which she was very pleased about. And they wanted to get their venue into some of the large sort of wedding magazines. Uh, and she got them actually into the Vogue wedding publication. Oh, wow. 3 million readers. Wow. And she went to him and said, you know, I've got you this article, 3 million readers. And, and they fired her. Oh, and she came to me in, in the coaching session and said, I can't believe it. You know, I got them the article. I got them in there in front of 3 million readers. <laughs> and, they say- fired, and they fired me. And I said, did they say why? And she says, yeah. She says, it didn't result in one extra booking. That's interesting. I said, there you go. 
you can have all the vanity metrics that you like. You can be put in front of 3 million readers. You can have a huge audience. But if you don't get people who take that step, again, the likers, the sharers, they're great. But if you don't get clients from it, what a waste. You know, if you're not getting those leads and those, uh, that, that opportunity to get a client, then it's a waste. I think it's also, just to end off, it's, it's, it's also around, I don't think people spend long enough on their, on their offer. And, you know, okay. it's, in, in the beginning, you don't really understand what an offer is because you kind of think that everything that you think of is great. It's just human nature. But one book that I would recommend people listen to, they haven't yet, it's $100 million offers from Alex Hormozzi. All right, great. On, on Amazon, it's like 99 cents. He's basically giving, he made it the cheapest Amazon can possibly send a book out for. And right. it. It is. I mean, I, I've written. I see you got traffic secrets on the on the behind. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've, read, I've read that book about I think forty seven thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Alex Alex Hormozzi's book, hundred million dollar offers, is unbelievable. It is. It's a, it's a book that I, I start on a Monday every Monday, and I listen to it until it's finished, and then I start again. Just because every time it's something new and something that we're starting to implement, something that we're trying, we're testing. It's just phenomenal in terms of getting your offer dialed. Right. And you said something very interesting to me there. You said, listen. So is it available on audio as well? Yeah, sorry. I, all my books are on audio. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, you refer to the books that obviously are on the bookshelf behind me. I don't actually read books. I listen to them. <laughs> and then I buy the hard copies of the books that I really like for reference. So I can, I, I always like to then think, oh, I'll just go to chapter four. And I'll, I, I liked what that said. And it just embeds it a little bit more. So very interesting. Alex Hormozzi, the author of that book, actually says that the best way to consume content is to listen to it and read the book at the same time. Yeah. 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 Said, yeah. And I agree with completely with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah. So you've, you've given us um, so much to take away and, and, you know, two or three great tips there. We only asked for one, but we, I think we got three there in the end. So thank you for, for that. Um, final question then before we uh, we wrap it up if you were to have your next coffee uh in a dream location where would that dream location be that's a good question um i would i would love to have it with one of the thought leaders in what i do so for example uh obviously with funnels it'll be someone like russell brunson um i would i would love to have a coffee with someone like um you know, love or hate him. I think Tony Robbins is is yeah. absolutely f- phenomenal in what he does. Uh, just conveying the message, just getting people out there. So it'll definitely be one of the one of the big online guys just to just to pick their brain, just understand uh, what they see coming, what they're doing that's working. Um, they've obviously got you know the, the the finances behind them to test and see what's currently working. Yeah. Convert- and, uh, what what a great question to ask them though. I mean, you know, listeners, if you only do take one thing away from today, you know, what do they see coming? You know, how many people that we could go out there and ask and say, what do you see coming? I think that that would be an amazing question to have answered. Yeah. Definitely. So that's, yeah, that's definitely something I would it's, do. It's, it's interesting because, you know, I got to be in a, a VIP group with Dean Graziosi, Russell Brunson and Tony Robbins. In fact, I got to ask a one-to-one question with Tony Robbins last year and Having a coffee with Russell Brunson, whilst I would relish the opportunity, I think I would have to get a seat with a seatbelt in it 
and strap myself in. <laughs> because when he starts talking, I mean, you're yeah. quite quick. You know, I don't, I'm not that particularly slow at talking, but this guy goes at like 10 times the speed we've been talking at, doesn't he? It's just yeah. absolutely incredible the pace that he goes at. Yeah, uh, just absolutely amazing. You know, for me, it's just every time they open their mouth, it's just if you just implement what they're saying, it's just like they're giving you money on a platter for free. It's like, you know, that's one thing why I love podcasts is these guys are giving away the information that they have studied for 20, 30 years for free. If you just listen, put the pieces together and implement what they're saying. And I think that that's what a lot of people miss out on, you know, when they watching Netflix and stuffing around, you know, wasting time on, on social media in terms of not, business-wise in terms of just consuming content because that's what human nature is there's so much opportunity there in terms of free knowledge that you can implement that'll be life-changing for you yeah yeah i think somebody once said to me on on social media there's this balance of consuming you know are you consuming are you contributing yeah but i think consuming is okay if it contributes to you Yes. So some of this stuff that they put out there, you know, yeah, it's great to consume it. And if it contributes to you and to the way that you're living your life and your business, then absolutely. Yeah, exactly. With you so uh, in- interesting thing. Um, now that you mentioned that, you, you know, that there's a general thing that says the five people you hang out with you, the average of. So if you mm. hang out, you know, five drug dealers, guess what you're going to end up as. And, yeah. they say, you know, with this, with this whole new online, we can say new because it is still new. And the, 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 the five people don't necessarily have to be your friends because you only see your friends on a Thursday and Friday or a Friday and Saturday. Sure. But it's the books you're reading, it's the podcasts you're listening to, it's the coaches that you spend weekly group meetings on. Those yeah. are the age of the five people, you know? Yeah. So I don't think people pay much attention to that. Even social media, who are you following? Because I can guarantee you that I think they said the average human spends six hours a day on social media. And if you yeah. follow wrong five people that's who you're going to actually uh, you know you know be attracted to to being yeah yeah no that's so true and that and that's yeah, <laughs> yeah that's another great tip that you shared there so thank you for that <laughs> yeah and, and and you're right you know when i think about somebody asked me about the podcast and said why do you love it so much you know, i mean i've done three recordings today and yeah if i could sum up the average of the people that have been a guest on the podcast you know yourself included every person has been a contribution to me, not just to the listeners, not just to you guys that are listening to this now, but to me as well. And yeah, if I became even a small part of the average of, of those people, then that would be that'd be a, a million miles ahead of where yeah, I could possibly be. So uh, yeah, that's that's a great tip. Beautiful, thank you. And, and it's interesting you you gave us the the who you would spend it with, uh, the coffee, not the where it would be. So. Um, yeah, for me, sometimes it is it is the people. And, you know, one of the most tear-jerking ones uh, that we had was exactly the same. But this this lady hadn't seen a mother for two years because of COVID and because of traveling restrictions. And she said, in two weeks' time, I know exactly where my dream location is. I'm going to have a cup of tea out of a China sure. cup with my mum. Yeah, sure. Who I haven't seen. Uh, and yeah, and, it, I, and it is sometimes it isn't about where it's about yes. with who isn't it and i love the way you've exactly. done that yeah yeah so that that's kind of i i, I mean I, I could do it on the on the in a garage in a basement with russell <laughs> Brunson, and it actually the location at that point is actually irrelevant because the information that you're going to get out of it is more important for me yeah yeah i feel, I feel the only thing with russell Brunson i'd have to say is uh, and russell if you're ever listening to this and you are on my top 10 heroes to have as a guest but uh 
yeah, it, 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 the kids would have to be slightly, slightly out of way because I think he's got quite a few kids, hasn't he? So yeah. you're going to have that one-to-one, no distractions yeah. of the kids. Yeah, uh, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. thank you very much uh, for giving up your, your time and for sharing so much insight. And uh, yeah, the, the impact that we have on the listeners through what we said today, we'll never know. Uh, I hope we do. I hope the listeners leave a review. But we do it because we're giving it out unconditionally. And I really appreciate you as a person and for the business in, in doing that and being giving some great tips today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Simon. Thanks for having us on. And listeners, as, as you know, this is always part of my mission to help you be better aware, better educated and accountable. So don't just listen to the tips. Do something with it. Pick one thing. Write it down. You know, as, as Guy Lynn did there, you know, write it down as I've done on my post now. Write it down and do something with it in the week ahead. If you do one thing differently because of what you've listened to this podcast, then that would be great. And that would be a great review to have uh, you give us as well. The impact it's made to your life or to your business, that'd be great to hear. And coaches, if you need any help with funnels, you know where to go now. Just give us the name of the business again. It's called Funnel Geeks. So they can visit funnelgeeks.com. Perfect. And As always, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you. Thank you.